according to the acts of the apostles the last chapter acts of the apostle the last chapter verses 1 to 6 Father, we thank you for your word. We pray that you will speak to us. We yield our lives to you. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon us. I pray that the word that comes forth today will bring forth deliverance in our life. Healing in our life. Freedom and liberty in our life. Glory to your holy name, Father. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind them in the name of Jesus. And we declare victory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. They overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony is your word. And so be it. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. This morning, the message is titled, This Too Will Pass. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, This Too Will Pass will pass. Amen. This too will pass. Amen. Praise God. Quite often the vehicles that carry us into the fulfillment of God's promises upon our lives are beyond our comprehensions. It's beyond our imagination. what vehicles what transportation god will employ to fulfill his purpose for our life praise god when paul enters or during his conversion ananias came comes to him and prophesies over him saying as god had told him god told him that he will be a witness to me among the gentiles and among the kings when we hear god's promises upon our lives we are excited and elated and that's how it ought to be but when we study the scripture we understand quite often the methods that god uses to fulfill what he intends to be done in our life and through our life might not even pass through our mind point in case paul is going to stand before the kings and you and i would think i don't know what paul thought that when you stand before a king you would stand as a dignitary paul is an ambassador of jesus christ but beyond what anyone else would think is a man that is in bounds for the gospel of jesus christ mary mother of jesus would not have thought that Jesus as the savior of the world would ultimately go to the cross and lay down his life 
When Elizabeth heard the prophecy about John, she probably never thought the end that John would have be the way it turned out. Praise God. Joseph's dream about becoming great, it was fulfilled through the conveyance that God had prepared, but it was not a chariot that took him to Egypt. The mode of transportation that was used to take him to Egypt was the slave traders who took him from the pit. But the story doesn't end there. Regardless of what methods and transportation or vehicles that God will use to take us to our destiny, one thing is assured that what God has promised concerning our lives will be fulfilled. All we ought to do is yield ourselves to him. Praise God. Not be battered or shattered by the waves that comes against our life. Praise the Lord. Paul was on his way to Rome to be a witness for the cause of Jesus Christ. But he was being taken as a prisoner with many other prisoners that was on that ship. Praise God. Hallelujah. As this particular portion unveils before us, we know through the previous chapter that they have gone through a wave, a battering of that ship, and the ship is completely battered, completely destroyed. The waves that came against them destroyed the transportation that was being used, but God sustained Paul and his companions according to the promise that God gave them. Praise the Lord. Gave Paul. Praise God. In our journey to the destiny that God has marked out for us, there will be seasons of battering that comes through literal waves that comes upon our lives. Praise God. But we need to keep our trust and confidence in God because we can say that this too will pass. Praise the Lord. If there is anybody in the house of God this morning who is being battered by the waves of life, bringing questions and thoughts into your mind concerning the provisions and the promises of God. This morning the word for you is this too will pass. Praise God. Tell your neighbor it's going to pass. Praise God. Hallelujah. So as they are battered by these waves, they find themselves on the island of Malta. And the Bible says the residents of the people in, in that island showed them unusual kindness. It's a very unusual word. There is kindness and there is unusual kindness. Praise God. Unusual kindness is not common in nature. And when you take into consideration the residents on Malta speaking the Phoenician dialect, which the refined Greeks and the Romans considered as these people to be barbarians. For them to experience unusual kindness from a group of people that is tagged as barbarians is literally unusual in nature. But we ought to come to the grips that God who showed unusual mercy to those who are traveling with Paul had used this people to show unusual kindness. Now, 
I want to go a little farther here and read between the lines and say, the inhabitants or those who are traveling on the ship received mercy from God because of that one man on that ship, Paul. Praise God. The unusual kindness they received because God's servant was on the island. Praise God. Do you realize that you and I could be the source of blessing that people around us experience? Praise God. Your presence in your office, your presence in your school and college, your presence in your workplace might be a reason where God uses you as a conduit to bless and leave his please, peace around people to experience. Praise the Lord. When lives around you are shattered by the waves of life, God can employ your presence to bring forth peace and tranquility in the lives of people who are disturbed in lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Paul and his companions, they experience what unusual kindness. Praise the Lord. Unusual kindness. What is the unusual kindness? Cold, damp, drenched by the waves, by the rain, by the sea. They enter into that island and what do you see? The Bible says the inhabitants did what? They kindled a fire for them. Praise the Lord. First thing first. Praise God. You appreciate the most when the very core of your need is met. Praise the Lord. A fire that is kindled in the island might not look like an unusual kindness to many, but to those who are drenched and damp and cold and shivering, to them that fire is a life-saving ticket. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you come into the presence of God, what you hear from God's word can bring warmth and comfort to your soul. Praise God. You, the seasons that you go through in your life, God can bring forth, hallelujah, through the efforts, through the work of people around us, comfort and consolation. Praise the Lord. It was cold and damp at times. We can also get cold and damp spiritually. When we get cold and damp spiritually, someone ought to kindle the fire so that we can also get the warmth from that fire. Praise God. What kind of fire? The fire of prayer. The fire of fellowship. The fire of worship. The fire of consolation, the fire of kindness, the fire of giving care to each other. When was the last time you kindled a fire? Praise God. When was the last time you kindled a fire of prayer? When was the last time you kindled a fire of comfort? When was the last time you kindled a fire of fellowship? When was the last time you kindled a fire of generosity? When was the last time you kindled a fire that brought people warmth and comfort as they were battered by the waves of life? Praise God. Hallelujah. Interesting. The Bible says... Paul, who was drenched, cold like anybody else, did what? He went around, gathered sticks, wood, to fan into the flame. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Instead of being a bystander, instead of just simply receiving heat, as much as he was receiving heat, he decided that he will contribute to the heat. Praise the Lord. Quite often we are satisfied by being a recipient of the fire that is kindled by someone else. Let me ask you, are you a contributor to the fire that is being kindled by someone else? Either you can become a person who kindled the fire or become one who would fan into the flame by contributing to the fire or be putting, adding fuel into the fire that will bring comfort to others. Or at times, people can become people who dampen the fire. Where are we? If we were to identify ourselves, how would we tag ourselves? Are we people who kindle fire? Which brings warmth and comfort to others? Or are we people who contribute to the fire by, by adding fuel into the fire? Or are we people who dampen the fire that is kindled? Let me bring it home. What does that mean? Last night we had a service here. And suppose somebody comes up to you and say, hey, last night we had a service. We were blessed. You should come next week also. What are you doing? What are you doing? You are contributing to that fire of fellowship and prayer and worship by using words of encouragement. Another fellow comes up to you and says, Hey, last night we had a service. No good. We didn't get anything out of it. What is he doing? He is adding water to the fire. Or someone says, hey, let's get together. Let's worship the Lord. Why don't we come and worship the Lord? Bring out my instruments. Bring out my songs. Come with the word of encouragement. What are we doing? You're kindling a fire. Where do we stand? Everybody likes a fire. When there is a bonfire, it attracts a lot of people. We want people who would start a bonfire for Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We want people who would fan into the flames. Paul did not sit idle. Listen, he just came out of the sea. He's as much drenched as these other 270 or so people. But he is not idle. He is adding into the fire. Would you add into the fire of fellowship, fire of worship, fire of prayer, fire of, of bringing encouragement and comfort to the body of Christ? Praise the Lord. What kind of ministry that we are into? Some like to fan the flames of trouble. Some like to fan the flames of discord. Some like to fan the flames of dissatisfaction. Some try to fan the flame of hurts and discontent. Have you seen them? Have you met them? Don't let them dampen your spirit. Praise God. Don't allow them to pour water into the fire that is burning within you. Allow the spirit of God to become people who would kindle 
fire. Praise the Lord. Listen. Once the fire is started, we want people who would contribute to the fire. Are you a contributor to the fire? Are you? How are you contributing into the fire? Or we just want to come once in a while when we feel cold and damp and sit around the fire, have a cup of hot chocolate and say good things and walk away. We have to move, praise the Lord. We have to move to the point, to the stage where we become people who contribute to the fire. Paul was a man who contributed to the fire. Praise the Lord. Amen. But as he's contributing to the fire, he's being battered by the waves of calamity. Praise the Lord. You and I would think when we start doing good things for God, when we start adding into the flame, when we start encouraging people, when we go out of our way and doing things for the Lord, when we go out of the way and, and, and raise up that fire that's burning for the Lord, that brings comfort to people, you and I would think that everything should work out well for us. Well, sometimes things go way opposite to what we think. The man was working to add fire. Guess what happens? The Bible says a wiper bites him and hangs on to his arm. Praise the Lord. A wiper bites him and hangs on to his arm. Praise the Lord. Don't ever think that our faithful services would always will bring forth immediate results. Sometimes it takes time, and sometimes it will evoke assault from the enemy. Praise the Lord. It will evoke assault from the enemy. Praise God. Look into the scripture. You see it all over the scripture from Old Testament to New Testament. People who are involved and immersed and saturated in doing God's work, in doing good work for God, they had to go through roller coaster experiences for the Lord. We sang a song. What was the last song that we sang? Anybody remember? Can the singer tell me what was the last song we sang? What was that? Hmm? Yeah, this is the house, but what? This is the house of miracle, yes. Come alive in the name of Jesus, yes. What else? Hmm? We still believe that you're working, yes. All things for good. Did you pause and think what you were saying? We still believe that all things that you are working for good. Let me tell you something. God is good. God is good. Praise the Lord. He does nothing but good. Praise the Lord. He does nothing but good. But don't misunderstand something. The goodness of God and the good that God does does not go with anything that is contrary to the scripture. Praise the Lord. God can turn any situation around. For we know that all things work together unto good to them that love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Two things. One, those who love God. 
If you love God, you will keep the commandments of God. That is the evidence that you love God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We can turn all things for our good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. But coming to that good that we expect at times would not stop an assault from the enemy. We might go through a season of assault. When that happens, you and I have to stand still and experience the goodness of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the wiper gets onto his hand. Do you know what, what revealed the wiper? What revealed the wiper? The heat or the fire revealed the wiper. Fire will reveal the wiper. We have to make a habit of sitting around the fire because it will reveal the wiper. As much as we experience warmth and comfort by the heat and the fire, the same fire that gives you comfort would reveal or expose the wiper. Praise God. When the wiper is exposed, it's not time to toy around with the wiper. When the wiper is exposed by the fire and the heat, you need to do what? You need to shake it off into that fire. The phrase, the same fire that exposed the wiper can destroy the wiper. Praise God. But when that exposure takes place, when the wiper is revealed, how do we conduct ourselves is very important. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. The Bible says, Paul shook it off into that fire. Praise the Lord. Is there any wiper clinging on to us? Has the fire revealed any wiper clinging on to us? Are we saying that the wiper is a good thing and that God will work out the wiper in my favor? No, my friend. If you don't shake it off into that fire, that same wiper can bring forth harm and calamity. Praise God. Hallelujah. Paul shook it off into the fire. Praise the Lord. Interesting, isn't it? Came through one wave, battered by one wave. We see that he's battered by another wave, by the wiper. Praise the Lord. Crisis after crisis. Calamity after calamity. Can God's people go through it? Yes. But if you trust in God, you can come out of it. This too will pass. Amen. Tell your neighbor, this too will pass. How do you know? Because my Bible says, he has promised, I will never leave thee, nor would I ever forsake thee. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when you go through that calamity, when you are battered by those waves of calamity, you hold fast onto the promises of God because he has promised that he would never leave you nor would he ever forsake you. God will not let you down. You hold on to him. Amen. Hallelujah. When the man shook off the viper into the fire, the next thing we see is the next wave that comes against him is being battered by the waves of criticism. Adding insult to injury. Interesting, isn't it? 
the people that looked around, they said, wow, this guy is really a what? A murderer. He escaped the sea god. The sea god kind of overlooked him. But the God of the lands ain't gonna, the God of justice ain't gonna let him go. They started criticizing him. People are quite often too quick to criticize when they don't understand. That's the nature of people. That's okay. Have you been object of criticism of others? We all have, right? The question is, how do we respond to it? How do we respond when you feel that you are being criticized? You go berserk. You feel bitter in your soul. You, you get angry. You want to throw in the towel and call it quits. You want to say, I've got nothing to do with this. Are you going to say that I'm not going to become a contributor to the fire anymore? What are we going to say? How do we respond to it? The Bible is full of examples of people who added to the fire but became objects of criticism. Can you name some? People who would add to the fire of fellowship, people who would add to the fire of worship, people who would add to the fire of doing good to others. Do you know of anybody who became object of criticism? Anybody in the scripture? Paul, yes. We're talking about Paul. Other than that, Paul? Who? Who? Say it. David. Okay, who else? Joseph. Very good. Who? Mark. John Mark. Who else? Adding to the fire of fellowship of doing the will of God, but becoming object of criticism. I'm sorry? Okay, yes. The woman who came and, and broke the alabaster box, anointed Jesus, she became object of criticism. Both in the Old and the New Testament, you find that people who did something good for God and good for others... People criticized them. They murmured against them. They grumbled against them. They complained against them. They tried to put them down. To the point that some of them wanted to quit. Do you know who wanted to quit? Elijah wanted to quit. Moses wanted to quit. They were great leaders. But criticism has such immense pressure packed into it that it can push you down. Praise the Lord. Listen. The sea could not drown Paul. But now the enemy was using another method. Criticism. If Paul would give in to criticism, he can get drowned in the land. On the land. You understand what I'm saying? Sea did not drown him. He popped up because God kept him. Now he's on the land. Criticism can push him down. But he did not allow. Moses came to a point where he wanted to quit. He asked God, did I really give birth to all these people? Elijah said, this is it. I want to die. I'm no better than my forefathers. So that spirit of despair can get over us when criticism is leveled upon us, when assault comes against us. Was Jesus criticized? Was Jesus criticized? Yeah. You know they called him names. What are the names they called? Beelzebub. Blasphemer. So many names Jesus was called. How do we respond to criticism is very important. How do we respond to criticism? Praise the Lord. 
Yes, you and I can get at times discouraged, but it's very important that we stand and do what God has called us to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't give up. If like Moses and Joshua, you are called to lead and you are being criticized, what do you do? You still lead. Praise the Lord. If like Nehemiah and Zerubbabel, you have been called to build, what do you do when you are criticized? You don't give up, but you do what? You build. If like John the Baptist and the other disciples, if we are called to propagate the truth and you are criticized, don't give up. You continue doing what you have been called. Like Jesus, when he was criticized, he did not give up. The Bible says he put his face like flint and went towards Jerusalem. He went where? Up on the cross. Are you discouraged and dissuaded by the enemy, by the power packed punches of criticism that is, that is bringing your spirits down, bringing forth sagging spirits? You don't want to do anything. A soldier of Jesus is by the resurrection power. No matter how hard you hit him down, he keeps popping up because the power in him is a resurrection power. When you are criticized, when you are belittled, when you don't see results, it's natural to succumb to criticism. It's natural. But what's in you is a supernatural power. Don't forget that. What's in you is a supernatural power. It's the resurrection power in you. And God expects you by the power of the resurrection power that is within you to pop up and say, I'm going to still press on. I ain't going to give up. Praise God. Battered again and again. Wave after wave. Praise the Lord. The literal wave. The wiper wave. And now the critics wave. Praise God. Paul said nothing. The best thing to do at times is no response. No response. Why no response? Not because we don't have an answer. Not because we don't have wisdom. We wait for God to do things. Paul did what? Did Paul try to justify? Did Paul try to say, hey, wait, 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 nothing. He just kept quiet. What happened? He let time handle it. God handles everything in its own time. Praise God. Hallelujah. But let me tell you, when criticism comes, we also ought to recognize what is a constructive criticism. There is something called constructive criticism. It takes a person to be a man and a woman to Take on constructive criticism. Your strength is measured in your ability to take constructive criticism. We ought to be open to constructive criticism. Because we can go wrong. We can go wrong because we are human beings. We can go wrong. And when people use constructive criticism, minimum requirement is listen. Is what? Listen. Ponder on it and ask yourself. Ask yourself whether you are 
wrong in that place. Praise the Lord. Be open to criticism. But always look to Jesus as you press on with lives. Look at the next part. They were expecting this guy to fall dead. But look what their expectation was. Their expectation was he's going to swell up and he's going to fall dead. There are cynics around us. They come in all forms and shapes. They have a very low expectation of you. They have a what? Very low expectation of you. They have a low expectation of your performance. They have a low expectation of your sustainability. Listen. If we are sustained, it's the grace of God. If we are able to perform, it's the grace of God. Praise the Lord. We lean on him. But people around us can unleash the next wave of belittling us. Belittling us. Have you ever become an object of the belittlement of people? That guy is not going to survive. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. How people return you off, you're not going to make it. Your, your, your programs ain't going to make it. The church ain't going to last anymore. The church is going to fall apart. The church projects are not going to rise. Belittling. Battered by the waves of belittling. Have you? ever become an object of such belittling of people? Will people look down at you and say that you ain't going to amount to anything? You're going to fall apart. You're going to fall apart. Yeah, there are people like that. Well, let God prove it otherwise. Praise the Lord. These people, they had a very low expectation. They said that they, that he will swell up and die. But when nothing happened, they immediately did what? They changed their opinion. Fair weather friends. What's fair weather friends? What's fair weather friends? They have a very low expectation of you. And they predict your demise and your failure. But when things don't go according to their prediction, what do they do? They jump on board with you. These guys said, Paul's going to die. When he did not die, what did they say? He's a God. Oh my God. Wow. But listen, be careful. Be careful. When people look down on you, you don't feel down. And when people exalt you, you don't go climb the ladder. Praise the Lord. Paul knew how to handle criticism and compliments. When they said he was God, he did not act God. When they criticized him, he did not feel depressed. How is that possible? It's possible when you trust the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They sat there watching Paul to fall apart. But he did not. When people say, you will not make it, the church ain't going to last, you're going to fail, you're going to fall apart, this ain't real. Don't let their prophecy come to pass by giving into discouraging words. Praise God. Hallelujah. Always remember, Satan and his cronies do not have the last word on your life, but Jesus has the last word on your life. Praise God. 
If Jesus has the last word on your life, you bank on his word. You bank on his promises. You lean on what he says. You believe on what he says. You stand on the promises of God. If he said, you're going to reach Rome, you are going to reach Rome. No wiper, no wave, no sea, no criticism, no people can bring you down because your trust is in God. Praise the Lord. Something very interesting happened on that island. As you read Luke's narrative, Luke says, the wiper bit his hand and clinged on to his hand. Paul shook it off. But as the chapter unfolds, the Bible says, and Paul laid his hands on sick and they were healed. Sometimes the hands that God used to touch people and heal people and bring forth deliverance and grace of God could be bitten. But God is faithful to sustain those hands so that glory goes to him. The bitten hand of Paul is being used by God to bring healing to the land. Have you been bitten? Have you been assaulted? Have you been battered? Praise God. Could be God is preparing you to be a blessing to the people who are discouraged around you, who are depressed around you, who are in very uncomfortable situations around you, could be God wants to use you as his emissary to bring forth grace and healing to people who are in dire need. Praise God. When you go through each phase of assault in life, you and I ought to confess something. This too will pass. Tell your neighbor, this too will pass. Are you going through health issues? Are you going through emotional issues? Are you going through relational issues? Are you going through financial issues? What kind of issues that you're going through? If you stand on the promises of God, I will never leave thee, nor would I ever forsake thee. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you hold fast to God's word and his promise, you have trials and tribulations in this world, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. It is not my power. It's not my strength. There is one who strengthens me, who indwells me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can you believe in God's promises? Praise God. Can you say with Paul, but thanks be unto our God who gives us victory through Jesus Christ. Praise God. Amen. What are you going through this morning? What are you going through? Don't give up. God is faithful. He who has begun a good work in you is what? Is able, is faithful to bring it to fruition unto the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hold on to him. And no matter what comes through life, you say this too will pass because God will sustain you and you will overcome it. Praise God. Shall we close our eyes? Look to the Lord in prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah.
in your life journey? Are you being battered by the waves of life? By the assault of the enemy? By waves of criticisms? Even when all these things are brewing around you, what is your attitude? Are you a contributor to the fire? Praise God. God can still use your hand that's bitten to bring forth healing. What is your mindset when the fire reveals the wiper? Would you toy around the wiper? Or would you shake it into the fire? Thank you, Jesus. God wants you to stand under the test. Stand under the pressure. Praise God. Because he would enable you to reach the destiny. Father, we yield our life to you this morning. We believe no matter what we go through in life, this too will pass and you will bring us out equipped, energized, resolved and determined to continue to do the will of God. I pray words will not demoralize us. Words would not discourage us. But the fiery words, when they come against us, we will stand on the promises of God and see God's promise fulfilled. Thank you, Lord. Use us for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.